friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host, as always, for this little musical variety hour featuring 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. Let's go ahead and start today's program with a little something from the Cook Sisters. The Cook Sisters were Nellie and Lucille. They hailed from Sedalia, Missouri. In the early 1920s, they found their way to Kansas City and started performing on vaudeville circuits. They made their way up the line to Chicago and were performing regularly pretty much every night of the week over radio stations in the Chicago area. After a year or so of that, they made their way to New York where they had a two-year contract to perform in vaudeville. This record, their only record, was made in October of 1927. The Cook Sisters are featured in a picture on the cover of the sheet music for this song. It's called Where the Cot Cot Cotton Grows. It's Brunswick 3668. Here are the Cook Sisters.
despite being a good seasonal offering, I just think it's a charming record. I like it a lot. The Cook Sisters make my cot where the cot cot cotton grows. They're only 78. They recorded that in New York in October of 1927, in the midst of a vaudeville tour. Even after they had left their hometown of Sedalia, Missouri, though, the local newspaper, the Sedalia Democrat, continued to follow their adventures and successes. I found an article from 1926 in which the author mentions that during their years growing up in Sedalia, the Cook sisters, Lucille and Nellie, were popular with the young men, not only for their good looks and talents, but also for their, quote, winning ways. <laughs> the Cook sisters starting off this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. Welcome so much to the program. I'm glad you could join us. I'm in a bit of a fall mood today, so in these next few selections, we'll hear more songs having to do with autumn. First up, Aileen Stanley and Billy Murray give us a song from 1923 called When the Leaves Come Tumbling Down. It was composed by Richard Howard. I first became aware of this song because I was seeking out the sheet music, which prominently featured a picture of Edwin J. McAnally's orchestra, one of my favorite dance bands of the 20s and the subject of the first Rivermont CD that I produced. But we won't hear Edwin J. McAnally's orchestra play it because they never recorded it. Instead, as I said, we'll hear Aileen Stanley and Billy Murray. It's Victor 19026 from February 15th of 1923. After that, we'll hear a short little thing from Olive Klein under the pseudonym of Alice Green. This is a recording she made in November of 1926, part of a multi-banded 78 of songs for young people. We'll hear the little 30-second piece called Autumn. And then it's the new BBC Dance Orchestra under the direction of Henry Hall, a Columbia record pressed up over in Japan. Recorded in 1932 in London, Val Rosing is the vocalist on that great Bernice Petkier song, Lullaby of the Leaves. And we'll finish up the set with Dick Messner and his orchestra in 1935. Irene Collins is the vocalist on When the Leaves Bid the Trees Goodbye. All right, let's start off now with Aileen Stanley and Billy Murray when the leaves come tumbling down. Autumn, autumn, that's when you said you'd make me happy, sweetheart. Proudest of all, right down the aisle, all in style, we will stray while the leaves tumble down from the trees. Down to the breeze, the bells will chime all the time, while the organ will greet us with sweet melodies, love melodies. I'll sure feel so fine when the preacher makes you mine.
the house I built, dear, will hold three. We'll happy be, wait and see, when the leaves come a tumbling time. Right down the aisle, all in style, we will stray while the leaves tumble down from the trees. Down till the breeze, the bells will chime all the time, while the organ will greet us with sweet melodies. Love melodies, friends for miles around. In that old church will be found. They'll be feeling mighty gay. So upon the day they won't make a sound until the breeze ties a knot that makes us one forevermore. Then things will start to happen in that dear old town. That dear old town. Our own hometown. My own hometown. They wish us luck and treat us nice. And then they'll shower us with rice. We'll happy be, wait and see when the leaves come a-tumbling down.
may not be the most distinguished or memorable of tunes, but it's not bad. A song by Seymour and Lawnhurst called When the Leaves Bid the Trees Goodbye. That was Dick Messner and his orchestra. The vocalist was Irene Collins. It was recorded in New York on October 14, 1935. Before that, we had Val Rosing singing with the new BBC Dance Orchestra under the direction of Henry Hall. That was Lullaby of the Leaves. My copy of that on Columbia J1460, recorded in London, June 17, 1932. Before that, a brief little thing from Olive Klein masquerading as Alice Green, Autumn, Victor 20343 from November of 1926, and we started off the set with Aileen Stanley and Billy Murray in 1923, When the Leaves Come Tumbling Down. We'll turn next to a couple of piano records. First up, it's the team of Edie and Rack. This was Edie Griffith and her husband, Howard Rack Godwin. They made a handful of recordings in the early 1950s, appeared on Broadway with B. Lilly. Unfortunately, Edie Griffith died in early 1957 in Detroit in her sleep. Presumably she was only in her 30s at the time, maybe even late 20s. Howard Rack Godwin went on to live another 20 or so years and found some success as a soloist, but I think both of them are best associated with the time they spent performing together in the early 1950s. We'll hear their two-piano arrangement of Cole Porter's Night and Day. This was recorded for Columbia in about 1951 at the peak of their popularity. Listen to the special introduction they graft onto this. You may not recognize it as night and day right away, but something a little more familiar by Beethoven. (laughs) After that, we'll hear from Cliff Jackson, a wonderful stride pianist I like a lot, and not just because he's a fellow Virginian, he was born in Culpeper, Virginia, but because he has a fascinating left hand, and you'll get to really hear it at its best in this selection, which is called Who? He recorded this on July 16th, 1944. Like I said, you have to pay attention to this left hand because it's just just stunning, breathtaking, really. Uh, all the double drops in the bottom notes and the chords and the accuracy of it, it's just superb. Let's go ahead and start with Edie and Rack, and yes, this is Night and Day. Thank you. 
I once read somebody's description of this record as bonkers stride, and I have to say, I think it's apt. That was Cliff Jackson at the piano in 1944, his recording of Who, a song by Kern, Harbach, and Hammerstein. That was a black and white record, number 25. Black and white is the label, uh, not so much the color, although the label, <laughs> as you might expect, is black and white. Before that, we heard from Edie and Rack on a label that's red and white. It's a DJ pressing on the Columbia label. No catalog number. 1951, Night and Day, song by Cole Porter. As a little reminder, you're listening to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. It's a little no-frills program. I just play 78 RPM records for my collection. I hope you're enjoying the music. If you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Okay, we won't put the pianos away just yet. We've got another two-piano team for you now, Victor Arden and Phil Oman, along with their orchestra. A record made in New York on October 30th, 1928. It's Victor 21774. A few members from the Revelers, including Louis James and James Melton, are on hand to contribute the vocal on Upsa-Daisy. That's the name of the song. It's by Robert A. Simon and Louis E. Genzier. After that, we'll hear from Ted Weems and his orchestra. Another Victor record from 1927, Parker Gibbs will sing, She's Got It. But first up here are Victor Arden, Phil Oman, and their orchestra. Never mind the rest you met, I didn't forget the others you 
Chase away your other foe, leave all the foe, the loop and the loan. Who'll be married? You'll be married. I'll be married now. Will we be crazy the daisy and how? Thank <laughs> you. 
unmistakable sound of Ted Weems and his orchestra, one of my very favorite bands of the 1920s. Such great rhythmic drive the band had. Parker Gibbs was the vocalist for She's Got It. It in quotation marks. That was Victor 20829, recorded in Camden, New Jersey. Studio number three, we're told. July 28th, 1927. Before that, from October 30th of 1928, we heard Victor Arden, Phil Oman, and their orchestra, Upsa-Daisy. Louis James, James Melton, and Elliot Shaw were the vocal trio on that record. Up next, I've got a song that you're undoubtedly familiar with. You may not know much about the origins. It started out in the 1850s or 60s as an African-American spiritual called When the Chariot Comes. In the mid-1890s or so, railroad men overtook the song, changed the lyrics a bit, and it became known as She'll Be Coming Round the Mountain. This record that I have for you first was, I thought for a while, perhaps the first recording of it. I've since discovered that's not entirely true. The first record that I can find of the song was made by Henry Witter in early 1924 for OK Records. But this wasn't from too long after that. August 26, 1925 is the recording date on this record. The vocalist is Vernon Dalhart. It's Victor 19811. The label calls it simply, She's Coming Round the Mountain. And then for fun, we'll contrast it and compare it with a recording by Charles Dornberger and his Mount Royal Hotel Orchestra made in Montreal in 1932, Victor 24199. So two versions of She's Coming Around the Mountain, or if you prefer, She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain, starting off with Vernon Dalhart. Coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain. She'll be coming round the mountain. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes or when she comes. She'll be driving six white horses when she comes. She'll be driving six white horses when she comes. She'll be driving six white horses, she'll be driving six white horses, she'll be driving six white horses when she comes or when she comes. Come. 
have a celebration when she comes. We will have a celebration when she comes. We will have a celebration. Yes, we'll have a celebration. We will have a celebration when she comes. Oh, when she comes, she'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain. She'll be coming round the mountain. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes, oh, when she comes. versions of She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain. First, we heard Vernon Dalhart in 1925, and then it was Charles Dornberger and his Mount Royal Hotel Orchestra in 1932. A fair bit of fun on that one. A little silly at times, but all in good fun. 
Let's continue now with a trio of dance band recordings from the late 20s and early 30s. First, from 1931, we'll hear Smith Ballou and his orchestra, a crown record, 3228. The song is called Cuban Love Song. I don't think there's much Cuban about it. It was written by Dorothy Fields and Jimmy McHugh. After that, we'll hear from Leo Reisman and his orchestra. L. Levin is the uncredited vocalist on this November 11th, 1929 recording of a song by Joe McCarthy and Jimmy Monaco, Through. How can you say we're through? And we'll finish up the set with Lou Gold's Dance Orchestra, a British imperial record, 2363, from September 9th, 1930. You'll recognize the vocalist, probably, as Irving Kaufman. The song is A Girlfriend of a Boyfriend of Mine. Starting us off, here's Smith Ballou. Thank you. 
way I've cared for you. You've been the only one, sweetheart. True, the showers we've been through had happy hours too. I don't believe you mean to grieve me. Ever leave me blue? The world would seem so blue the way I've worshipped you. I never dreamed that we could part through. Oh, take me in your arms and love me as you used to do. Don't ever say we're
the unmistakable piano chord ending of a Lou Gold record. That was indeed Lou Gold's dance orchestra with vocalist Irving Kaufman from September of 1930, a Con and Donaldson song, A Girlfriend of a Boyfriend of Mine. Before that, Leo Reisman and his orchestra in 1929 with vocalist L. Levin. That was through. How can you say we're through? And we started off with Smith Ballou and his orchestra, a crown record from 1931, Cuban Love Song. My name is Brian Wright, this is The Shellac Stack, and I think we have time for one more record on today's program. This is on the J label, J-A-Y. I only have a couple of these. It was a label that existed briefly in the late 40s or early 50s and issued jazz records, mostly bootlegged from prior releases or taken from radio air checks or the like. This particular one seems to have been sourced from a V-disc. It's Bunk Johnson and his band recorded at the Stuyvesant Casino in New York City on January 6, 1946. In the band, we'll hear, in addition to trumpeter Bunk Johnson, Jim Robinson on trombone, George Lewis playing clarinet, Alton Purnell on piano, Lawrence Marrero playing banjo, Alcide Papajo on bass, and Red Jones playing the drums. Bunk Johnson, born in about 1879, in the turn of the century, he was playing with Buddy Bolden's band on occasion, if we can believe his stories of the time. In the 19-teens and 20s, he traveled with medicine shows and wasn't rediscovered until the early 1940s, which is when he made his very first recordings and then embarked on a very prolific recording career through the 1940s up until his death in 1949. I think he sounds in pretty good form on this particular record. The song, which comes from 1936 by Robin and Whiting, is called I Can't Escape From You. It's J Record 6A, as I said, stolen, I think, from V-Disc number 630. Here's Bunk Johnson and his band.
record is only 10 inches in diameter, but they managed to cram nearly five minutes of music onto that side, and it doesn't sound half bad. That was Bunk Johnson and his band, recorded in New York on January 6, 1946, I Can't Escape From You. Well, I'm afraid I'm going to have to escape from you now. The clock on the wall says we're out of time for this edition of the Shellac Stack, but I've had a whole boatload of fun this time. I hope you have as well. I hope you enjoyed some of the records on today's program. I'd like it even more if you liked all of them, but I know not everything is to everyone's taste. But I hope you heard enough that you'll want to come back next time and join us for more 78 RPM records with music from the first half of the 20th century. Until next time, thanks so much for listening. Take care. And bye-bye.